You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 27. Today, I'm chatting with my friend, Jackie Ellis, who has a really powerful story to share with you all. Her mission is to awaken women whose days seem to be just too busy and full to take a moment for themselves. She's here to help you realize that you can and you should live a less stressful life without having to make big sacrifices so you can spend more time doing what you love being with the ones you love, and living a life that is aligned with your priorities. Ladies, this is a must-listen episode, especially if you are finding that your days consists of you um, having the mentality of the go, 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 hustle, 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 and you are plopping down on the bed at night feeling extremely exhausted. You don't feel rested when you have to wake up in the morning. You drag yourself out of bed, just like Jackie's going to talk to us about. She learned the hard way, and I believe that her mission and her dream is for you all to not have to travel the road that she did so you can live a life that feels like you are totally aligned with your purpose, so you can feel that you're doing what you love, and again, being with the ones that you love. So please listen to this, share this with anybody who needs to hear it, and let's just get into it. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. So I have Jackie here with me, and Jackie, I would just like for you to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit of your backstory, just totally take the stage so we can all get comfortable with who you are and what you do and why. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, I am... A, an online marketing strategist. I work mostly with female entrepreneurs in the coaching and course space um, and help them grow their business and, with Facebook ads mostly. Um, my background is kind of funny because I actually used to be a fitness professional for like 17 years or something kind of goofy. And um, I ran a health and tennis club 
for the last few years. And that is how I got into online marketing. I actually moved from managing the fitness department and doing personal training to being more interested in the marketing aspect of running a business and eventually decided to take the leap into doing that on my own. But there's kind of a big, crazy story that happened in the middle of that <laughs> that, we, like, we like crazy stories <laughs> I giggle about it but it's not really that funny um <laughs> that happened that really made that transition from working in someone else's business working a nine-to-five to taking the step to build my own business yeah and, I'd love for you to sh- I, d- I would love for you to share that and I just wanted to to budge in it seems like so many people I think I said this on my last interview we all have a a start and like the fitness and wellness area. It seems like that gives people so many, um, like you have an interest in that aspect. And then once Mm -hmm. a lot of us see the business side of it, that's what like really perks our interest. And I find that is so common and really interesting. Um, I think that helps. That's been the backbone for a lot of us. And I just wanted to point that out. So you were working for, you were working a nine to five and doing all kinds of stuff at the same time then, correct? Yes. Well, it, at my nine to five, I was, pre- I w- technically I was not managing the club, but I was managing like every department of the club, <laughs> which made me a little bit crazy. And I have two children that are very active um, outside of school and in sports and stuff. And what I was finding was happening, and I didn't really realize this at the time, you know, you kind of get in the mix of things and it's just the way that it is. Mm-hmm. You don't realize, you know, how that's impacting you. What was happening was I was sending all my energy to work with me. And when I came home, I was just completely exhausted. And I still had, you know, I worked eight, eight or nine hours. And then I still had four hours or more of mom work to do, driving my kids to sports and cooking dinner and this and that, you know, mm-hmm. doing homework. And I had no energy for that. And I was grumpy and I was tired and um, it just was not suiting. It was causing a lot of tension at home and it was not suiting our life very well. All this went on for a long time. And I'm sure that there were signs that my body was trying to tell me along the way that I was just trying to push myself too hard doing all of the things, but I Mm -hmm. I just wasn't listening. I wasn't paying attention because this became my new norm, this kind of high level of stress and high, and and low level of energy. Mm. And um, one day, I my kids luckily were gone to their grandparents' house uh, for a few weeks, and I decided to head out on a run. And I run all the time, so it wasn't like a crazy decision or anything. Mm-hmm. I was out on a run, and I had a heart attack. And wow. they could not, months and months of testing, could not determine why it had happened. Um, So I was kind of left to my own devices to figure out what did this mean in my life? If there was no like physical, medical explanation, I was in perfectly good health, they said. And how old were you? 34. Oh my goodness. 34. (laughs) A fitness professional. (laughs) Right. I I don't even know. And you probably were eating super healthy and like you were doing everything you thought. Healthy because I was actually that summer, I decided that I was going to train for a fitness competition. Like one of those stupid things that you 
like eat crazy and work out crazy and get on stage wearing like a tiny little bikini, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought that this was going to be a good idea in my head. So um, <laughs> I was training for this and uh, needless to say, I did not end up on, on that stage. My life took a different course, but mm. um, I had to figure out kind of what, what re- reflect on my life and figure out what may have caused my body to freak out on me like this. And Mm -hmm. what I figured out was (laughs) probably (laughs) obvious to everyone else (laughs) listening to this. I did not know how to manage my stress Mm. and I was not, and more importantly than that, I was not living my life according to my priorities. So I was saying that my family was the most important thing. I wanted to be there for my kids, this and that. And yet I was putting work first spending Mm -hmm. my time and my energy doing that and not my family first. And that um, is disalignment, unalignment, something (laughs) was the biggest root of my stress. So when you look back at how your, how your day was like a typical day, what was it like for you? Um, A typical day. Um. Let's see. I would wake. Well, (laughs) it's funny looking, thinking back on this because it's so different than my day now. Um, I would drag myself out of bed at like seven Oh four. And And I know because like seven o'clock was like when my kids needed to be up, right. Mm -hmm. Because we needed to leave at like seven 35 to get to school. And Mm -hmm. I was literally dragging myself out of bed at the last possible minute. And I I felt like I did not sleep for a second that night. Mm -hmm. I would wake up and I would make a pot of coffee and I would drink two pots of coffee (laughs) (laughs) and get my kids off to school and have, you know, a semi-damp hair driving myself to school and feeling stressed on the way into work or not to school driving myself to work mm-hmm. and then feeling stressed on my way into work and then just crazy, always feeling behind at work. And, you know, that was just kind of the, the, the way that my day went all mm-hmm. day. I just kind of constantly felt behind. And, yeah. and I think that stress um, compounded by the amount of coffee that I was drinking, I was trying to play mm-hmm. catch up with that energy level, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it was essentially making it worse. Yeah. You were like setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But you know, when you feel like you can't, um, get ahead or stay ahead because you're, because really you're not taking care of yourself or in my case, taking care of myself, it's really hard to catch up. Right. Yeah. Then I would work all day and then, uh, go pick up my kids and then it would be off to the races off to sports and driving one here and then driving the other and picking up friends and that sort of thing. And that would be until about um, eight o'clock at night, figuring out dinner somewhere in there. So Mm. side note, I do have a husband. He's, Mm -hmm. he's a police officer. So his, his work is kind of crazy hours and things. So most of the time I was, you know, trying to figure out the scheduling myself. Right. So, yeah. I feel stressed just thinking about it now, Lindsay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for rehashing that. You're welcome. <laughs> but it is crazy looking back and thinking, gosh, how different things are now than, than they were then. 
And you um, unfortunately had to go through it to get out of it, but you just didn't have any downtime whatsoever. So I'm sure when you got home and got the kids, I mean, your kids were older. So, I mean, everyone went to bed. It was like, you just probably crashed and hit the pillow and then started (laughs) it all up again. Yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. So, um, in, during this time I had, aside from my heart attack, as if that's not enough, I had also gotten this really weird kink in my neck on the right side. I couldn't even turn my head to the right. Mm -hmm. It was like frozen. And I was seeing a physical therapist and trying all this stuff, whatever. And I finally decided to go try acupuncture. And I remember (laughs) that I was so skeptical about this, but people were telling me, oh, you have to do it. You have to do it. Okay, fine. I'll go do it. And Um, I remember the first time I went in and the doctor was like, "Uh, you have stress issues. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. He's like, this is all stress that's in your neck, you know? No, I don't. I'm fine. I just need to, I need to do some work while I'm lying here, you know, getting acupuncture. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And he was like, okay, kind of crazy. What you need to do is you need to lie down and close your eyes and relax and I'm going to teach you how to meditate. And I was like, Oh my gosh, get me out of here. I, this is not what I signed up for. I just want my neck pain to go away. So long story short, I, that first time I was laying on the table, he, (laughs) he came back in and he was like, uh, how'd you do? And I was like, um, pretty much I was just floating between layers of uncomfortable Like I could not get my body to relax, right? Mm -hmm. But it took me like maybe two or three times before I actually feel like figured out how it felt to just lie there and Mm -hmm. be. And once I, once I experienced that, I was like, this is the most, um, I became addicted to acupuncture seriously, just for the nap time that I got, just that quiet. Mm -hmm. And that was really the beginning beginning of my journey of figuring out how to take care of myself and also and also starting to realize what had caused me so much stress in the past sure I knew okay sure I have a lot of stress in my life or I'm always go 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 but I didn't realize that like slowing down and actually taking a few minutes to like quiet my mind be still it would make such a difference I had no idea so how did you how did you come to realize that? Did it did you have to um, get some help or what did you do? Because you know going to going through life in that manner, mm-hmm. this side of the aisle is completely different. We don't know anything about that. Like I can I can totally relate to all of that. So how did you come to realize that slowing down is actually going to help you not do more, but you know what I mean? How did you come to realize that? Not just the heart attack, you know, because yeah. a lot of people could have just said, well, the doctors don't know what happened. And it's just, you know, I'm just a fluke. <laughs> but and yeah. move on and keep doing the same thing. What was your, what was that moment of transition for you? Well, let me back up for just a second, because you, you said something that I realized maybe I've never shared before. And that is, um, I don't think it was actually the heart attack that made me start to change my life. It, it made me start to think about why did this happen? But I think the part that like the heart attack, I experienced it and it went away. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I was having 
um, constant chest pain. It wasn't, right. it wasn't pain that was on my mind all the time. Now the fear was on my mind a lot, but I'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so that didn't actually like make me change my life. What did change, make me change my life was the uncomfortable feeling of constant anxiety mm. about the heart attack. So after, oh, so after you were I, thinking about a heart attack. Well, yeah. I mean, here I was, I had taken care of my body in terms of working out and eating right. I had not managed my stress, but that was not even like on my radar. I didn't yeah. even know that was like a thing I needed to worry about. Um, and I felt like I had taken care of my body to the best of my ability and it betrayed me. Like my heart, why, why did this happen? And it mm-hmm. ca- was causing me so much anxiety. I was having panic attacks every day. And that kind of uncomfortable, like that kind of discomfort, it was like, I cannot live like this. I cannot be in constant fear of having another panic attack or another heart attack. So um, to answer your question, I think that I'm not even sure what took me to acupuncture, like what actually, you know, made me take that step and go, but actually experiencing the calm, the quiet and finding like there was something so fulfilling and, and joyous to Mm -hmm. me about experiencing that. And my anxiety started to go away. Mm. And so I put those two together and (laughs) (laughs) like, well, I have to keep doing something like this because I haven't felt this good in a very long time. And so to me, it was kind of lucky that I found acupuncture, I guess, because that's what helped me find the quiet that was helping mm-hmm. relieve the anxiety that was leading to me changing my life. Um, the other thing that really helped me was I started journaling. I hadn't done that in years. Mm-hmm. I've always loved journaling, but it was really helping me figure out what was kind of going on in my mind. And um, it was another form of quiet for me too. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. So those two things paired, I would say acupuncture led to, to my kind of quiet meditation slash journaling. And that really helped um, me start to heal, I think. Yeah. And you were showing your brain, like you are capable of just being quiet and it feels really good, doesn't it? And then your brain realizes, oh, okay, that's what that means. And it wants more of it. So then, then where did that all lead you? Um, how did your like family life change? <laughs> I bet your, your kids, you know, are pretty, kids are pretty resilient, but I'm sure they noticed a dramatic change after um, you saw this um, new light for your life. Yeah, that's funny. So at the time, you know, this was a couple years ago. And at the time, my kids were still pretty young. They were uh, da, 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 nine, no, they were eight and 11, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I felt, and they had been gone when uh, right, my heart right. attack happened. So I felt like it wasn't an appropriate time for me to tell them what had happened to mommy. They didn't need to worry about mm-hmm. have mom dying of a heart attack or something. Yeah. So I don't think that they probably realized the changes that were happening, but every once in a while I would get a, a weird comment from my older one, she'd be like, why are you being weird? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like in a good way. Like maybe like, why are you being zen? Why are you being calm? Why are you drinking two pots of coffee? You know, like. Yeah. Why aren't you flying around the house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She picked up on some things, but they didn't have the same like, oh my gosh, mom has totally changed her life. Right. They like, just noticed those basic things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, after, <clears throat> you know, it took me a long time. It's, it's kind of funny. I've always kind of been slow in that way of realizing things, taking action, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took me about a year after that to realize that I really wanted to make a change. Because even though I had found some peace and I was dealing with um, my stress and my anxiety now, um, I still wasn't happy at work. It still was feeling too heavy to me to work all day away from my kids, come home and still be home for them. So right. that's when I, I started to think about what else, what other options are there for me? What can I do and what makes me happy? And oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> the online marketing um, aspect in every way makes me so happy. I'm smiling just thinking about it. I think this is uh, <laughs> when before before the interview started. You work, and I told Jackie, I said you love something I hate, <laughs> like marketing. And I go to her website, and I see Facebook ads, and that stresses me out. <laughs> And your and the thing that makes you feel so light and aligned is something that makes me like want to shove it off to the side. <laughs> so you go from you know wanting to live a stress free life to Facebook ads. Wonderful, you're an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That's what's so amazing about what we do is that we have that choice. Yes, choose to work in something that brings us joy or something that is our zone of genius and create our own thing. Exactly. It's just so amazing. And what you say about that being um, not, not your cup of tea or not (laughs) what you want to do is exactly why I want to do it. um, And especially do it to help other female entrepreneurs, because I know that not everyone has the fear of being stressed out uh, and having a heart attack. Right. But I know that there are female entrepreneurs out there just like us that are moms that don't want to deal just like you said with the online marketing aspect and if Mm -hmm. I can help them take that off their plate um then that relieves some stress for them you know how however they manage their stress that's not my deal but that would help relieve something take something off their plate and that's really what I want to do Well, that's wonderful because I feel like a lot of female entrepreneurs, like they just want to work in their zone of genius, right? Like I'm really good at this. And then we all know that marketing is a must for our business and you're going to, you're going to grow into it, whether you're not spending any money on marketing right now or not. Cause a lot of my audience are a lot of beginner coaches. Mm -hmm. And so you might not be investing anything in marketing, but you will get there because it's just kind of a, a necessary thing. But it might not be your most favorite thing in the world. So when women come to you, what are they struggling with that you kind of see um, three to five things that they all kind of say the same thing? What are those things? Um, a lot of, well, to be honest, I think sometimes they think that they're struggling with something 
but then when we start to dig into um, their Facebook ads and that sort of thing, they're actually struggling with something uh, a, a little bit deeper than that. And I don't mean like deeper, like deep in their soul. I mean like, <laughs> like, like it's a previous step to what they think they're struggling with. So a oh. lot of times they're like, I want to build my list. I'm struggling with building my list or mm-hmm. I want to sell this. I'm struggling with selling this. But when we start to dig into their um, lead magnet and their list building, that sort of thing, it's usually their message that they're mm-hmm. struggling with first. Mm-hmm. And that's like the most important piece of, of your marketing, whether you're doing Facebook ads or you're just post posting um, on social media organically, or, you know, your copy on your website, whatever it is, they're not quite sure how to talk about what it is they offer, or maybe they're not sure who they want to speak to. Right. Yeah. They're not clear with who, who they help and how they help them. They're trying to speak right. to too many people probably. Right. And so that's one thing that I discovered when I first started helping my clients was I kind of thought naively I'd be able to hop in and be like, okay, boom, boom. We got your Facebook ads up. We're ready to go. <laughs> but really, um, we can't, we can't do any type of advertising like that until we have a little bit more clear of a message. So I'm finding that these days I'm working a little bit more with that message, a little bit more with copywriting, helping getting even down to their email sequence because Mm. I mean, um, once we get the Facebook ads up and people opt in, if we don't have anywhere to kind of move them through, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not very helpful. So probably my clients come to me thinking that they just need better conversions and more people on their list and that sort of thing. But what they really need is to clarify their message. Right. And you help them get there. It's just like, Mm -hmm. um, they want this result and you're like, Kate, let let me grab your hand and take you back to the beginning and let's make sure all of these steps are good to go before we even get there. Cause then Mm -hmm. once that's on, then it's all going to flow really well. Exactly. And it's funny because it's the thing that people normally don't want to do. <laughs> oh my that, gosh. Yeah. It it's totally the unsexy is. thing, you yeah, know? It definitely <laughs> is. Yep. Because you would just think, well, maybe there's this um, button that I'm not selecting in ads manager or something. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that secret button that will make my ads cheaper? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So and then what, what other kind of questions do people have? Um, that, yeah, that's a big one actually is like, they think that there's some kind of secret that if there's just the one thing that they can do, mm-hmm. you know, that'll get their ads working. And it's really not, it's a combination of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is, here's a big one. How much do I need to spend per month on my Facebook ads. Like that is probably the most, one of the most popular questions. And I will answer that right now and say, (laughs) it depends on your goal. (laughs) You know, I love those answers. (laughs) It depends. (laughs) depends. If you tell me that you are going to launch a new course, then you'll be spending a heck of a lot more than someone that's like, I just want a lot of people to see my Facebook lives. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So it really depends. And I think that that is the next thing is determining what your goal is. Why 
do you want to run Facebook ads or Instagram ads? What outcome are you looking for? And then we kind of work backwards from there and figure out um, what kind of budget and what kind of ads you need to run in order to get those results. Mm, I, it's so interesting and to talk to somebody about that. Um, I wish I had like three hours to talk to you about this. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Um, So especially Facebook ads is always changing too. Like they're always adding in new stuff. So Mm. it just gets really overwhelming. So I bet you people just come to you because they feel just overwhelmed. Like every time they go in to start something new when they're launching or something, it seems like there's so many changes in there and it can get just kind of frustrating unless that's just me. So I used to feel that way too. I'm in there a lot now. So clearly the changes, you know, I, I see them as they're coming now, but yeah. um, I have a different perspective about it now, actually. And that is, it's wow. kind of like, it used to feel overwhelming because you go in and you're like, Oh my gosh, I've never seen this option. I've never seen this option, but think about it in life. And like when you're at the store and you see this shiny object and this shiny object, Mm -hmm. you just went to the store for milk and bread and you know that there's always milk and bread. Right. And you know where the milk and bread is, (laughs) Yeah. but then you're in the checkout line and there's, you know, candy bars and magazines and all this kind of stuff. And it's kind of distracting. Mm -hmm. Um, I, that's kind of how I see all the changes in Facebook now. There's still the, I guess I should have used meat and potatoes. That would have been a better analogy probably. (laughs) It makes sense though. (laughs) It's like marketing, you always have the meat and potatoes. Your Facebook Mm -hmm. ads always have the meat and potatoes, right? There's still things that you always need. You still need your your, uh, creative. You still need your image or your video. You still need your copy. You still need to know who you're targeting. You still need a budget. Okay. Those things don't change. Mm -hmm. The things that change are just the the shiny objects. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, they don't make that big of a difference. Um, maybe they put so many shiny objects out there to keep ads managers like myself entertained. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But if you have the basics, the basic elements, you can still run successful ads just with the meat and potatoes. I love that. That because it always comes back to the basics. You know, you still need that same that your your grocery list is the same. If we're gonna go with the groceries. (laughs) The groceries (laughs) still the same. And your goal, that doesn't change your goal. It's just like your um your car, your vehicle to get there. Like you choose your vehicle. Everything yes. that you're bringing with you is the same. Yeah, yes. I totally get that. And I feel like, um, so coaches or female entrepreneurs, if they are, this sounds really interesting. I think this is, you offer some handholding when it comes to Facebook ads, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, sh- you need to share that with us all. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could hold everyone's hand right now, but... <laughs> Um, what would you like to know? And in, in what way? Well, what, that or? well, what's interesting to me is you have a membership and I would love for you to share about, um, like a membership for Facebook ads. I don't really see that very often. So <laughs> please share. <laughs> I'm actually in the process of, uh, revamping it a little bit. So, um, the membership is the idea was twofold. It mm-hmm. was, that people who need inspiration for funnels um, could come and 
basically plug in a funnel into their business from funnels that I've used with my clients. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a a bones structure to a funnel. Um, Although I do include a lot of details, like some of my funnels come with like the template for the opt-in pages or the email. Like I do a different kind of plug and play thing for each funnel Mm -hmm. um, so that you just have more um, inspiration or more, more, to be able to get it up and running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some quickly, people just right? want to see what it looks like. Right. right. And so obviously you can't copy a hundred percent of what right. they do. You have to make it look <laughs> But yes. there's templates available there. So that's one piece is that if you, if you're not sure what a funnel would look like, you could use this as inspiration. And then the other piece is kind of hands on uh, support. So what I've done for my membership thus far is have a live call about the current, I call them a play box <laughs> instead mm, of a playbook. I love that. Because it, I don't know if I, I might change it. it. I think people have been confused by it, but here was the idea. You know how you can get like a box of stitch fix, like yes, clothes sent to your house? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I was like, why not get like marketing? Like That's sent- exactly what I thought about when I came to your website and I saw the your announcement bar. I thought of stitch fix right away. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. I would love stuff to come. I love monthly things. So yes. it's perfect. Me too. So <laughs> I don't I don't know that everyone quite gets that. I need to definitely well, I clarify do. that. I, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, but, um, so the idea is you get something monthly and then you also get live support. So I hop on two calls, like official calls per month where wow. you can have live training. And then one is kind of more of a like support call where you get, you know, you can Q and a, or we can, um, <clears throat> troubleshoot your funnel, your ads, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's in a, a group community where you can ask questions and stuff all the time as well. So yeah, that's, that is my membership aspect. Um, Sounds amazing. Um, you know what? It's evolving because I wasn't sure exactly how people would want to be helped. And, and that seems to be working so far. And I'm, I'm trying to incorporate some other things that are on the horizon in there as well. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is a, 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 a must need, but I want to be, I want to be there. How do I sign up for something? How do I sign up for the Facebook ad play box? The play box is available through my, on my website. You can find it as soon as you go to the, um, the homepage and it is Jackie-Ellis.com. Perfect. And can you spell your last name? Yes, it is E-L-L-I-S. Awesome. Um, Okay, so how else can we work with you? Do you do any private services where if if you're not interested in Facebook ads at all, but you know you need them, do you do that? I do. That's where I really kind of geek out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I do one-on-one. client services and you would also be able to find that information on my website um, under work with me I think and you can book a free call to hop on and see um, how Facebook ads could work for you Um, in that situation it's just (laughs) talk about hand-holding it is a lot of (laughs) hand-holding like I mentioned before making sure that your messaging is right um, getting the right creatives the right copy 
everything in front of your ideal customer and then somehow um, getting that kind of automated for you. My vision for female entrepreneurs is especially moms, but not just moms, Mm -hmm. to help women feel like they're in a place where they don't have to choose between working so much on their business and, and spending time enjoying their life, right? It shouldn't have to be a choice. And I feel like Facebook ads offers us this incredible opportunity to semi-automate some of that, right? We can always be sending traffic and new customers to your business while you're playing on the floor with your kids or while you're out, you know, traveling or whatever. It's just such a great opportunity. And so, um, especially with my one-on-one clients, I'm really able to help them get that automation kind of generated for their business. That's awesome. Cause I treat an automation that's working well as one of your best employees, because mm-hmm. it's totally just doing a lot of work for you. And you just kind of, once you get it perfected, you can just kind of set it and then check up on it and you don't have to forget it, but it's like I said, your best employee that you can have. Exactly. Well, we went from Jackie being busy, a busy bee to something, you know, her life changing moments to (laughs) her sharing how she feels completely aligned with what she does. And she got to that journey because she had some bumps. But I think that Jackie's story is really powerful because she's showing us women who think we have to do it all. We really, we really don't. Um, And we are a little too hard on ourselves sometimes and we can't neglect signs that our body is telling us. Because I think the really common thing with us in this space is we really love to do um, our work. So you could have had this experience working on your online business as well, you know, just working way too much on your business, right? So we we, we love, we could sit here all day because we love to do it, but that's that, that just because you love to do it doesn't mean you should work on something all day. So I think that's something to really be mindful of just because you love your job. You still can't just be sitting here all, all day long and ignore signs that something um, bigger than you is coming to. Exactly. I just want to share this little quote with you. Um, I have, <laughs> when I first was making the decision to leave my nine to five, I found a sign. And it's funny because I was praying for a sign, you know, like, mm-hmm. like show me a sign. And I found a literal sign that was, <laughs> that was delivered to me on this, on this website. Oh and <clears throat> I bought it and now it sits directly across from me when I'm sitting at my computer, because it's a great reminder. Um, it says, ask yourself what is really important and then have the wisdom encourage to build your life around your answer. That was so important to me in making my decision. But also what you're saying is such a great reminder because it's so tempting to sit at my computer longer than I need to, or after my kids come home from school. And just that little reminder, ask yourself what's really important. It's not sitting at my computer and it's not going to make or break everything if I, you know, if I don't, sit there all night or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's remembering that I wanted to live aligned with my priorities. And that really makes all the difference. Absolutely. I think that wrapped up everything really well. 
I, I just, I, I, rem- I remember when I used to work all day long on my business at any spare moment I had. And it not only just doesn't really bring you what you want, but it kind of, you push your family behind you. And that's very stressful on your heart when mm-hmm. your family is not where it should be. So we have, that's something we really have to, um, we have to just be graceful with ourselves. And like you said, though, our, our online business is not going to come crashing down if you don't stay up until two in the morning working on something. It's still going to be there if you get up a little bit earlier the next morning and just give yourself re- the, the rest that you need. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a really important message. Um, thank you so much, Jackie. Um, we will share all of Jackie's links in the show notes and on the website for you to join her membership or if you want her to just take it all and help you with your Facebook ads, stress-free. <laughs> and you can go to Jackie-Ellis.com. Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks for having me.